Welcome back to the Lacquered Up. This is JC. And Justin. We are in the Barrel Studio. We are the podcast that refuses to grow up. That's right. Uh, this week is just me and Justin. Gio got a little jealous that we took trips last week, so he decided last minute to take himself one with Eileen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a little free work vacay out of it. I don't blame them, but at the same time, come yeah, on, man. Fuck you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got shit going on, you know? We are busy people, and podcasting is priority. Yeah. No I, re- I recorded before I left for Dallas, and then, you know, I came back, and here I am. That's right. Dallas was a uh, shit show and a half. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It, uh, well, you kept asking, you kept saying everything is bigger in Texas, was it? Everything was bigger in Texas, and everything spread the fuck out. Yeah. I everything, mean, like, they just make it massive to make it massive, you know? Well, that's what kind of in Houston, it's like it's a, like a donut city. Everything's, like, spread out by, via highways and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, oh, my it God. Like, it was the same in Dallas. Yeah, everything just takes, you just, like, to go 20 minutes feels like it's, like, an hour and a half, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was cool. It was a uh, beautiful weather. We had... Fuck ton drinking out there, and uh, did you do a big steak eating contest? I did not. Oh, I, boo! I did not. We didn't even go to like a steakhouse. We went to one barbecue. You went to Chase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. We went to some pretty cool places out there. I got to see the where uh, what's her face was um, working. Staying. Yeah, working, and it's like the the cattle fucking whatever it's called, but it's like where they filmed. Uh, 1883 parts of that shit. Oh, okay. It's like where the cattle shit is. They do yeah. like a cattle drive down the fucking road at twice a day. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. I didn't get to see that, but no, what's her face did. That's okay. No, that's uh, that sounds like it's good. Saw the world's lo- largest honky tonk. See, everything's bigger in Texas. There you go. That's awesome. Very very good to yeah. hear. Yeah. Um, and for everyone else that knows, we I was out in Germany. Germany. I need um, to say. I'll I don't think that's right. Before I, ju- I want before I go into that though, I wanted to recap. Um. Yeah, you missed the ATL story. Did yeah. you did you listen to it? I did. I listened to it. It was good. I was uh energized, excited, and very uh I loved it, every second what, of it. All right. So it wasn't it wasn't too bad. No, it was good. Was it I mean, worth the wait? That's the question. It was, yeah, but you were a little bitch for not going into the strip club. <laughs> After all that had getting, happened, yeah, you I'm had getting, to at least multiple do people one have more. said, Yeah, I got it, we gotta go. But I yeah, I don't think I could have. all the by the way, too, um at the beginning of the episode. Geo, you are wrong, my friend. There are such things as magpies. Oh, shit. I saw a Eurasian magpie in the nice, quaint village town of Tupigan. Tupigan? So, suck on that bird, yeah. you, you Son ass. of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> suck on that, Geo. Yeah. You're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. What um, else do you think of the episode? Oh, no, it was good. Um, I think our sound grade upgrade, our studio upgrades have been yeah. phenomenal in the yeah. last two episodes, which oh, is yeah. awesome to hear. Um, I can't believe you didn't find more than two beers while you were in Atlanta, dude. I honestly, I just there was so much the the story. Like, at what fucking part of time would I would have been? You just you know? at one point you just ask for beers. Hey man, I just give me something. Like like you're a cracked out meth head or something. Yeah, just, I exactly. need I need my candy. I need my rock. Yeah, I'm you know, twenty two year old broke ass fireman. So it's fourteen dollar beers were not happening for me. I'm sure you you could have done a fireman dance for somebody and they would have given you a beer. Yeah, that's true. Just taking it <laughs> off. Um, Ethan, my brother Ethan, listened to it too. Yeah. He, he actually he loved it too. So there we go. A little shout out for Ethan. Um, 
Well, I appreciate it, Ethan. Thanks for the love. Uh, well, I was kind of worried that was going to be another uh, yeah, JC tangent story, but. Well, it was. It was an entire episode. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, at least it was interesting. So, when Ethan, when you're back down in Charleston, uh, JC will buy you a beer for the compliment. Yeah, yeah, I owe you a beer. You do get a beer. Perfect. So, how was um Germany? It was uh, lovely. Um, the airport left no surprise where I finally got, or I ran into yet more airport traffic woes as oh, I yeah. always do since from well, the beginning of this podcast. What was, what was it this time? Um, there was a two hour delay for a flight coming in, leaving Charleston. So we were two oh, hours pushed back. Damn. We had to, we more, my wife had to, she rebooked all of our flights. So we were able to be in Newark to go to the United land. Cause we flew business class and yeah. we get access to like the super swanky free, um, lounge. Oh, that's fancy. The two hour delay cut into oh. that entire thing. You didn't even get to do that. I walked in, grabbed a free Stella, pounded it, and then got <laughs> on the plane. Basically, is what I had to do. Jesus. It was like it was awful. It sucked. And then in Newark, we got on the plane, loaded up, took an hour and a half to take off because at the time there was fog and wind, and so the air lot, the LaGuardia, Newark, and JFK all had to redirect takeoff on all three of their runways from like north to south. Right. And because of that, they had to basically stop everybody and reroute them all. So three airports had to stop everything and then get back in order. So the guy got onto the thing and was like, sorry for the delay. We had to go ahead and reroute everything. And so we're about 50 planes in taxi before we can Jesus, take off. Jesus, 50 fucking and planes. We, Holy we fuck. were just like, are you fucking kidding me? And this is just going to? Just to get out of the country. Oh. Just to go to Germany. and because But you were in what... Uh, you were in the nice seats then, right? Yeah, that was that was nice. We were in, we right. were in the first class business class seats, which was great. So it that it wasn't bad, but it, unfortunately we missed our train connection from the airport because oh. we were four late. hours late getting over there. Yeah. So what time did you land over there? We took off like seven here, so it was like a red eye. We ended up getting we got into our. Our hostel in Heidelberg, mm-hmm. I want to say at like two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, damn. So, because we, we flew into Frankfurt. You were supposed in to the be morning. there at like 11 or 12? Give or take. I mean, it yeah. wasn't like, it wasn't, we had a lot of time in between the, the train and the airport landing uh-huh. because of customs. But when we landed, it was like 30 seconds worth. So, like, wow. we made our time back. From oh, that, that's which good. is good. So we only missed our we missed our train by a half an hour. Yeah. So you lost a bunch of time in the air, but you like di- we were able to make have, it back. Yeah, you didn't have like any customs bullshit. Exactly. Which <laughs> that's was good. Yeah, that was that worked out nicely. So we got into Heidelberg, which was the first town that we got to. And that I'm gonna pretend like I know all that, like where all this shit so, is. <laughs> so we we went we landed in Frankfurt, took a train down to Heidelberg, and right. that so basically what we did for this trip for my birthday we did a tour of all the castles in bavaria germany so wow the yeah the the i don't want to say ancient but the yeah, the super super old castles that were built in like the 14th century and everything right. like that and it was oh, it was a beautiful trip um also was nice heidelberg was nice everybody yeah. was super friendly through all the town cities villages that we went through mm-hmm. we went to like eight or something Damn. So we really traversed our way around southern Germany, which was a lot of fun. So 
How many beers on the plane? Over. I mean, did you did you sleep at all on the plane? I did. We slept a little bit. I mean, we got that's we had to get as much sleep as we could. But yeah. I had a glass of prosecco. <laughs> Bougie. And I think two or three whiskeys on the plane and slept. All right. So I, not bad. It was, um, what the heck was the whiskey? It was um, my favorite one. I'm drawing the biggest blank in the world right now, but mm. it was my favorite whiskey, so I couldn't pass it up being on the rocks for free in first class. <laughs> yeah. I got two free beers on my plane and didn't. Wasn't in first class, so that was nice. That's nice, yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome. Ordered two beers right off the rip, and they didn't even charge me. So nice, yeah. Um, beer was all delicious. It was all that. Oh yeah, hells and hellas. Uh, was the majority of what we were drinking. Any hefes? Yes, but they were so rich. I yeah. could only like drink one of them. <laughs> it was um, yeah. It was just so weedy, and we got it, we all got them in like pint glasses and half like yeah pints and half liters yeah, and liters and yeah. stuff so we were just drinking so much booze hot cold majority of it was cold or on the colder side that's good there wasn't many room temperature yeah but if there was we really didn't notice it i'm gonna point this out there was multiple snapchats of justin that were coming coming through into our group chats yeah <clears throat> and uh one of the ones that i was like what the fuck man it was master's week so he's there in a bar to look fucking old and crazy as shit. And he's fucking just is just face down on a phone watching the Masters. I mean, like on Thursday, like or what Wednesday or whatever. Friday or something. But you can't, no, it you can't was it was Masters. before I went to, to Dallas because I was like, what the fuck? Then it was round one. That's the yeah. Yeah, second day in Heidelberg or something. <laughs> well, we had to. Ah. God, I, it was only 20 minutes and we were just sitting at a bar taking a break because we were doing a lot of walking already uh-huh. that day. Yeah. Weird coincidence or weird thing that with that bartender that was at that bar, mm-hmm. we I tried my best to do my German and got away with it as best as I could. I mean, I did the. Basic I think they sentences. just like yeah, were they just like um, <laughs> indulging you at that point? Yes and no. I mean, oh. they knew a lot of them spoke German or English or like a little English. Yeah, I actually managed to have more conversations in German than I thought I would. Right, and it's I mean it was like just basic. Basic things of just like eins zwei Bier bitter things like that. Uh, uh, two beers, please. Oh, okay. Um, but the one like once I got stumbled up on it, I like switched to English or asked if they spoke <laughs> English, and they're like, yeah, and they were able to help me out. But the one gentleman who came up to us this uh, at this place spoke to me in English, and I was like, you, that's way too of a man, of an American accent right. to be from here. What's your story? And he turns out he's from Portland, Oregon. <laughs> Played collegiate rugby and is on oh, wow. their professional one on the Heidelberg professional rugby team. Any tens barter in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the the what a rugby player overseas is like. It's just you you ten bar and you drink all day and then you go play rugby and it's just yeah, like, just a little side job. But yeah, he's been there for like three years. He knows his German and everything, and it's just. Bizarre yeah. that we've like ran into some like a local who's just like, oh yeah, I've lived in Portland, Oregon for yeah. about eighteen years of my life, and I've been. I here wouldn't for say f- local. He's just a, been there for a, four yeah. years and getting paid to play professional sports. And that's pretty cool, though. It was really cool. I looked him up and everything, and it was, it was legit. <laughs> oh, okay, well, good. Um, what what else? What what was the best thing you saw over there? Well, if I if I the best thing I think I saw were the sausages. 
That was that was pretty magical. Like all the wieners, all the wieners, all uh, the German wieners in our, and around your mouth. My wife and I is our favorite. Our fa- <laughs> our favorite city was Nuremberg. Yeah, their castle there was very very cool because Nuremberg was home of a lot of World War Two and Nazi conventions. So mm-hmm. the the Nuremberg trials is where they they prosecuted right. all of the Nazis after World War Two. Nice. <laughs> And so during the war, Nuremberg w- w- faced a lot of um, air atta- aerial bombardments right. and left like over 70% of the city in complete rubble. Okay. Um, in the areas that we stayed in was in the, like the Altstadt, the old city and everything. And there's a lot of in-depth history about how they were crumbled and rebuilt right. and everything. Right. There was still a lot, though, that was from the 14th century and when the original village for the king was there. Mm-hmm. But when we went to the castle, we were able to actually see the reconstruction and the things that were able to stay intact, along with all like the history of like the battle regalia, the armored suits, the weapons, right, everything. Right. So that was a really, really in depth and very cool. That's cool. Historic castle. That, I think that's pretty interesting to be able to go do uh, that and like get that history. Um, along, you know, I mean, because it's just like a lot of shit that over there overseas, like even when like. Geo went, Geo went to Ireland, you know, that shit, just the history of a bunch of, and then, you know, like all that, you see like the after war effects and all that shit from there. Mm-hmm. So Nuremberg is, they're, they're known for their gingerbread, which was delicious, their sausages, which was delicious. Mm-hmm. And we actually went to an old, uh, the, one of the oldest sausage houses that they have there. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I think I ate nine of them. They were yeah, You ate the old delicious. man's wieners. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm sure. I, that's what like. That's what I would have been over there just eating. Oh well, yeah, the, like, I drank brats. beer and ate brat first the whole yeah. time. It was incredible. Yeah. All right, brats. How did you have them? Um, this is slowly turning into just as a food podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, the I had like the normal big big sausages like you kind of see comically. We've right. had like the Vienna, like white boiled sausages on the first day in Heidelberg. Mm-hmm. I'm actually wearing the brewery that we went to, Vetter. Nice. Brewery. Solid shirt. Yeah, it's a pretty cool shirt. Dated back, yeah, years and years yeah, and years ago. For all ago. the people listening, at, you can yeah, see. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so the food, yeah, we had a bunch of different foods like that. Um, train was very easy to get around to. Nice. Three days in, though, we didn't like nobody ch- checked our tickets at all or anything like that, and so checked your tickets to like, like get part, on the train. Yeah, like train tickets. Oh. And the next day we didn't have tickets to get to this one place. So we tried to buy them online. It wasn't working. It wasn't working. It wasn't working. So I was yeah. like, fucking, you know what? Just, let's just try yeah. our luck and try to get on there. I shit you not the fucking first the time. one time. We're two stops away from where our changeover is. Guy comes up tickets and I was like, I tried to order them. They just weren't working. And I was like, okay, well you, you, you can leave. <laughs> so we got, we got kicked off the train. Booted. We got booted off from train hopping in this fucking bumfuck little village in the countryside at like yeah. seven thirty eight in the morning. Yeah, seven thirty eight in the morning. Local time, so like <laughs> so specifically seven thirty eight. No, <laughs> the morning before anybody else is up. Seven thirty or eight. Yes. Um, we couldn't call a taxi. There weren't any Ubers. Doesn't work over there really mm-hmm. where we were at. Um, so we were stranded there. We didn't know what to fucking do. So we were just, we had to hang out for another hour, buy the tickets in the machine and then get back on the train, which delayed us a whole hour. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then on the way back on that same line, we got checked again. Fortunately, we bought tickets that time. But... He was like, hey, motherfucker, here. Exactly. But I got him this time. That was the last time we saw anyone check our tickets for the next five days. It was just that, that one, one person. fucking line. Jeez. It is what it is. That they might just have like a bunch of like notorious train hoppers. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a problem out it's there. It's right there on that one countryside lane that's like a 45-minute drain end-to-end. Yeah, end. Right. So, um, but, yeah, and then the the caveat, the final thing of it is that I was able to go to the Bayern München uh, match for the Bundesliga. That yeah, was, that was cool to see. We, My wife somehow managed to get tickets that were close to the pitch, and she didn't realize that we were five six, wow, five yeah. rows from the just the, like, the pitch. So just by by accident, sheer accident. She didn't realize it, and so like when we were sitting down, like you you can smell these guys, you can hear them talking and yelling, <laughs> and it was incredible how close we were, and that was very cool. That seeing that whole stadium and everything like that, it was just yeah. Now you can up um uh your brother's story, Ethan's story about. <laughs> Oh, the spaghetti. The fucking, well, the spaghetti and the drink, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that was awesome, and the the fans out there too were just oh, exactly. Yeah. Do you imagine hearing like I videotaped them do it in their fan yeah. section with all the flags yeah. and just like, echoed. But everywhere. it's like, well, was it packed? Oh yeah, no. So Bayern, they they're sell out every time because season tickets are like three euro, three hundred euro for the mm-hmm. year, stupidly cheap, and they do that so they can keep fans in the seats, and yeah. they're like, we don't need to make the extra million or fourteen million that we would make. It's not that big of a deal to us when, when they're doing player transfers and acquisitions. That fourteen million means nothing to them in that right, regard too. Right. So it's like oh, we don't care. We want to make sure our fans are happy and they're here. See, that's awesome. Is to, I mean, it's probably what like a ninety thousand stadium. I don't know actually. It's fucking big though. It's a three level. It looks like it the, looks like a bigger than uh, <laughs> it's bigger than an NFL stadium. Right. I think it is. It kind of looks like the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, kind of like that bubble look. Right, but um, it's open. Yeah, it's completely open on the top. Yeah. No uh no closable roof. I just anything. think that like the pictures you all are sending and then your um sister-in-law and brother-in-law were there, right? Yeah, sister-in-law and brother-in-law were there. They met up with us in Moonshin and that was that was a nice treat to go out drinking and eating with them. And, that was cool. Yeah, we went to um a bunch of restaurants that was a lot of fun. So Well, good. How many uh um how many new beers did you drink? Um, a lot because every village had like their own like town beer mm-hmm. as well. But I did, I you, got... did you check them all? Did you like put them in the app? I did not put them in the app, oh, but I can ew. go back to it. But it, yeah, we had like the Pauliners, Hofbrau, yeah, um, all the all the big ones. Not all be- right. no Becks though. How many? The last one. Uh, I know everyone's just dying to know how many new birds. Oh, I, oh, I don't you worry. I birded about oh, I six, know. seven oh, times. Shit. Don't you we worry. We all know. <laughs> there was multiple pictures of you birding with your binocular, with your knocks, as with, with uh, knocks. Charlie Barons would say. Speaking of which, on the flight home, I, f- I watched. Um, did you finally I watch did. it? Fuck yes. Fi- what did you think? It. it was good. It was corny. But... It was very corny. Me and, me and What's Her Face actually watched it. <laughs> on the couch the other night oh, did you really <laughs> yeah, just because it's a corny fucking but it's like jack black and you know steve yeah, martin and owen wilson yeah it was good um i saw 27 species out 27 there. new species yeah look at you and it was just on your year a delight honestly <laughs> if you get to get a chance to go to southern germany always do it well there you go so why don't we take right. a break yeah we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back all right, and we're back with Booze of the Week. Booze of the Booze. Week. Uh, this one is coming all the way from Germany. That's right. We're, we, while I was in uh, Munich, we ended up going to the Hofbrauhaus, as everyone should. The 
biggest tourist attraction that is probably in that city. It's not Jeans Hoff Bar. Not Jeans Hoff Bar in Charleston, South Carolina. <laughs> when you now. texted today, we're like, oh, do we have the Hoff Bar? I was like, yeah. I don't know. Do we get anything from Jeans? I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, but no, we went to the the historic Jeans Hoff or the historic Jeans Hoff Bar. <laughs> it's very historic. Exactly. The historic Hoff Brow House in Munich. Um, built in 18, I'm sorry, 1589. Um, so a long fucking time ago during world war two, though, the top, all the rooms, except for the one historic, uh, beer hall was completely destroyed. So, oh uh, yeah, as you would imagine. Yeah. But well, was it a, a, a Nazi establishment, I guess? Well, Hitler had a speech in there one time. So oh. I don't know if you, just because you walk through the doors makes it hit a uh, Nazi establishment, no, but no, I, I don't know. There's a lot of Nazi stuff yeah. out there, though, as as it would. All right, let's. Uh, it's a Dunkel. Yep. So Dunkels, which are five point five percent by volume alcohol. They're not. They they're not as heavy as they are over here in the oh, states. It smells heavy. It's good though. It definitely smells heavy. <laughs> oh, all right, cheers. Cheers. You know what? Oh shit, man's fizzing over. It's not that bad. No, I can only do one of them. <laughs> this is like a. This yeah. is probably one of the heavier beers that I had when I was over in the tr- over there. Oh really? Um, oh, that's cool. I didn't have too many dark ales and lagers out there. Um, it was they, a lot of the this, hells that I was drinking. Is Germany is like a German beer regularly dark or whatever i don't know no it's a lot of you'll see a lot of the, like, the golden beers like the hell yeah their hells it's like that was like their go-to all the time okay. they have like lawyers they have they had everything I mean, yeah all the different beers um oh, cool no that house it was absolutely a madhouse when we were there too but everything that you imagine it being like the hofbrau beer house right. beer houses all ex- exactly what it was right the big giant steins um waiters and waitresses like carrying big like eight of them at a time oh wow that's cool it was very, very cool. Did you take your leader hoses out there? No, remember I split them down the ass oh, crack. I, I didn't know if you tried to fix them. No, anymore. they're still or sitting. Take in, Ethan's. They're still sitting in my closet waiting to get thrown out or fixed. I don't know. Oh, you got to fix it. You can't throw those things out. <laughs> you cannot throw those things out. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that family. That poor family. The poor, poor family. <laughs> oh, <laughs> never mind. All right. <sighs> Well, all right, well, let's get into our um, first topic of the episode uh, for this week. Um, where and how, what and what car did you first learn to drive? Like, how did you learn to drive? So, first car stuff. I had the opportunity to first learn how to drive in my my parents' expeditions. They were a Ford family, and so I think it was like, what, 08 expedition? <laughs> so automatic. Automatic, simple yeah. car. No, I, I never learned stick shift until my brother got his Tacoma, I so think it was. you got to college when you were, like, experimenting like, around? Yeah, pretty <laughs> much, yeah. Ooh, what's this knob do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I learned, yeah, I learned to drive in the within an expedition. Um, but then my first car ended up being a 1992 Royal Blue Wrangler. Mm. Love that car. It was a YJ, so it had the square headlights. Yeah. The only thing when you say the Royal Blue is all the Ace Ventura, like, the pen I hold in my hand is royal blue. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it was no yeah. joke. That thing was brighter. It was, honestly, it was probably like the exact tint, if not a shade higher than like the Bud Light cans. Right. It was like a fucking bright blue car. I mean, you what, stuck what out like year did you thumb. say? 92. 92. Okay. 
So there was still some like modernization, but like not nothing crazy. There was no modernization. <laughs> it was 1992. There was it was. I mean, you had? Do you have a radio? Um, I did have a radio. Okay. The it was like you know. I was supposed to have AC power steering. No, I had power steering. So yeah, okay. there's. I had that at least. Okay. Um, heat worked. AC kind of barely didn't work at all. But yeah, you had weather stripping and all that. No, no weather stripping. Everything just got everything got taken off. It was I had a soft top, so oh okay. Well, yeah, but everything still, was so everything was sealed then, for the most part. Intended to be it, windshield it, wipers. I had wind. Yes, I had windshield wipers on the bottom. Um, on the bottom. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, they were on the bottom. Yes, Based on the bottom of the windshield. Yes, yes, yes. Not on the top of the yeah. windshield. Mainly modernization. I suppose so. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was a fun car because I got the play around and customize it and do all this stuff like the yeah. here and there learned how to change a transmission lifted uh yeah f- four inch lift there you go 32 inch tires yeah Me- meaty meaty there you go dropping the transmission though because it, our mine cracked right and getting a new one that we yeah. bought on ebay was a awesome experience oh uh, such a pain in the ass they sent us the wrong transmissions so oh. <laughs> even back. worse um but it was really, really cool to see the intricacies of like the me- mechanics, mechanical work like that. Because right. you can't do that anymore with new cars. No, God and no. they tech the technology on that stuff, on all that stuff now, it basically prevents users yeah. from doing it themselves. They have to go to a certified so, yeah. dealer and you stuff. You have to have and, the the fucking right software just to delete shit and fucking add shit. Yeah, and, uh, none of that. It was just yeah, basic basic engine work, and that was an extremely cool experience to have. Um, yeah. So, yeah, how long did you have that going through college? Pretty much, I had it f- junior year, senior year, freshman, sophomore. So about four, four and a half years, I had that car. Nice. And uh, sold it away, and then got a brand new car, a little, like a little Dodge Dart or something like that. I don't <laughs> Dodge Dart. I don't <laughs> so, yeah, just a yeah new sedan thing. Um, probably like a Durango then. Well, a Dodge Dart was like the the no, little the, things like the, like the sporty sedan. Oh, uh, uh, uh. yeah, like yeah, small, yeah, but small okay, car. yeah. Yeah, All right. Car. What about um, you? What's your what was your first car, and what would you learn how to drive? Um, what I learned how to drive in was a '66 uh, Mustang. Um, it was a three-speed 289. Um, so I learned how to drive a stick. That was the first car I learned how to drive. Um, so in Colombia and like the hills and shit. So that was uh very interesting to learn how to drive in that. Um, but it was cool because like. Who taught yeah. you how to drive? My mom, actually. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, my dad like taught me some shit, but like she taught me how to 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 drive a stick. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so that was pretty cool. Um, my first, so we actually bought um off of eBay two '66 Mustangs from somebody in Georgia, and one was uh candy apple red with two eighty nine, <sighs> low miles. Like the old man drove it from like his garage to um like car shows like God, one owner that was amazing it. the other one was like his daily driver like to the store and all the shit but it was a 66 you, got, you bought two of both of them yeah two of them for eight thousand dollars oh my god yeah uh the other one was a 66 uh mustang as well but it was uh blue mm-hmm. and um it was an inline six so like no power at all like the other one power for days the other one this one inline six like it was slow, you know, like it wasn't slow, but it wasn't fast. Like there was, it was just, you know, to drive around town kind of thing. So, right. but we bought the two Mustangs for 
my brother, or the one Mustang from my brother, but they were Kim and two, so bought both of them. He was he was sixteen or seventeen at the time, so I'd have been fifteen, and so I really couldn't drive it, um, right. just to learn shit. Um, so we ended up selling it because I didn't really want it because it was an inline six and went really fast. And plus, like Mustangs are cool, but like little cars weren't my thing. Like mm. they've never been my thing. So we ended up selling that um, and getting a '76 Bronco, and that was my fucking jam. Yeah. Oh man, that thing was cool as shit. That was, dude. It was it was red. What candy apple? It was just red. It was lifted. I think it had like a four inch lift on it, but it had thirty five mud tires. Uh, uh, okay, nice. Thirty five nice. mud tires. Um, the original Broncos, the back uh, wheel wells were straight, but most people cut them out so you could put bigger tires in them. So mm. mine were cut out, and I had Rhino Liner in the. In I had it, Rhino Liner too. And fake um, leather seats. So, yeah, so just, like, the doors came off, the top came off. Uh, That's why I was asking, like, your windshields were wipers. My windshield wipers were on top. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have any weather shipping, so when I had the hard top on during, like, the winter, uh, if it rained, the the rain would just go up. Like, it would, the windshield wipers would take it up, and they would just come in. Come, yeah. Because there was just a, a gap at the top. Right. So, that, but that truck, I mean, I... Rebuilt the carburetor, changed out the uh, radiator probably like six times because I'm fucking hot ass South Carolina blue lines all the time. Blue. Yep. Taking it mud and fucking blew them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, replaced, I rebuilt the transmission, replaced it. Um, so yeah, I know the fucking bullshit on that. It's intricate work. Yeah. I even got like mine in and I was using a wrench on top and or from the top and I wasn't paying attention that like the nut only came out. Oh, the bolt came out so far, and then it got stuck. And so the wrench got stuck. So I had oh, to drop no. everything just to get the wrench back out. Oh, it was fucking <laughs> miserable. What so, year did you say that Bronco was again? 76. 76, okay. Yeah, so it was like an original Bronco, one of the first, like not the first one, but like one of the original ones, you know? Mm-hmm. The ones that are like based on now. The new ones are based on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I fucking love that thing. I mean, we, you know, like, during the summer, drive around with like no top on and um, no doors. That was the best. I I, did, I I was able to take my windshield down. Yeah, the I, windshield would drop, so you just be like fucking breeze why? in the face. Yeah, no, it's fucking you know <laughs> the dumbest no thing reason. that you could do, but yeah. And that was like, um, you know, you only had one. Um, you only had one side view mirror. Like you only had one side mirror. And that was usually like on, just on the driver's side. You never mm-hmm. had a passenger side mirror. <laughs> well, whenever I took the doors off, my wind, my uh, side right, yeah, off gone, too. So yeah. like <laughs> driving around with no side doors, no windshield. I have no mirrors, right, nothing. Right, just, yeah. <laughs> and I was lucky I had a seatbelt. Right. <laughs> yeah, we had we had seatbelts, <laughs> a roll cage, but um, during the summer, uh, yeah, we'd roll around. But South Carolina, everyone knows or everyone who lives in South Carolina knows that every day it's like a 50% chance of rain, mm-hmm. no matter where you live in. Well, mainly from like Columbia down in, the, in South Carolina. So <laughs> you're driving around and most of the time I just wear a bane suit cause fucking it would start raining. So I'm sitting, I'd be like sitting at stoplights and just pour down rain. I and, love that. and then people would just be laughing at me and I'm just like sitting there. I've been in that before. And I would just, I would turn on the windshield wipers just for shits and giggles. It did nothing. There was not, there was, it didn't work, you know? Again, with eight, I'd be like hanging out like 
Ace Ventura like out the like out the front windshield trying to like see what I'm doing. Yep. Because you just can't see shit. It is um like I did the same thing like when I first got the Jeep I was like fuck yeah I'm gonna put the windshields down. Yeah. I don't care. It's March second and it's thirty six degrees going right. to school yeah. and I'm like yeah. I'm just gonna do it. Freezing my ass, freezing my ass completely off. Um, driving that thing did, around. Did you but, have heat? Oh yeah, I'd have the top down and the heat blasted. <laughs> did nothing. Yeah. I know, like, you had it worse because you were up north with the heat. So what did you, did you do anything? So you had heat blasting, but it did nothing. So what did you do, like, you just bundle up, like, with coats and shit? Well, believe it or not, because, like, I had, the AC was a joke. There wasn't yeah. really any AC in that car. Right, but right. when I had the top actually, like, up and secured into it, the heat, and the heat would blast, and then it would really... It would really hit, and it basically was just blowing the hot air off of the engine. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. That's all it was doing. It wasn't like it right. wasn't like the cars now. It was just pure engine, right. engine heat coming into just smelled like us. radiator. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So um, they, uh, so the Bronco, um, no matter what, it never like it never was sealed at all. Yeah, because the weather stripping. I tried to put weather stripping. It never that didn't make a difference, but it didn't have heat. And so in the winter, I would have to go out to the truck and start it up probably about 30 minutes before I had to go to school. Mm-hmm. And so I'd have to sit there and like play with the gas, get the fucking thing warmed up so it would start idling by itself. Uh, so, so I would um, get in a big like camo jumpsuit, like a full like yeah. coverall, like a full overall, you yeah. know, uh, hat, gloves, and then no heat. So <laughs> I had a space heater. <laughs> In yeah, between in the my car? seats, yeah, I love that. that. My space heater in between the seats, so to drive, and then like, if um, my legs started getting like too hot, like or uh, really was when the seat started smoking, I had to turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good indicator. Yeah, so every time the seat started smoking, so like, you know, three three times on the way to school, you're like shutting this thing off, mm-hmm. and you know, uh. I and mean, you didn't drive very far, but the heats would fucking their seats would heat up pretty quick. Right. So yeah, no AC, no heat, no well, I should just fucking bundle. So I'd always have to bundle up, put the big ass coverall coveralls on top of what I wore to school, and then shove them back in the truck. I love my school. I love my Jeep, but the soft top was. It has its its advantages, but it has so many disadvantages too. Yeah. yeah. I. One day, like, in college, I was, like, out to work and came home. Like, the rule with the Jeeps, one, the locks never work. No, That's yeah, the other thing, yeah, too. So, yeah, like, you so just... You just broke... People broke in all the time. I There's no point of locking my doors, also, also right. because, like... Because you don't want... A, you don't want someone slashing your soft top. Exactly. You just open the fucking door. Exactly. Just let, yeah. They'll check the doors. Just, like, let that open. So, you just make sure you just never leave anything in your car ever, and there's nothing for them to steal. Right. One day I got home, like I was leaving my job in college, and my fucking windshield was slashed, or my side window was slashed. And I was oh, like, Are you fuck you! Yeah, me? like I, to was, that asshole out there, just like, check the door. There's nothing in my car anyway. All of my doors are unlocked, yeah. and you still fucking just went and slashed it. It didn't like it, it was the back left one where oh, there were a roll where the roll bar was, so you just right, like you yeah. didn't go through that way anyway. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, what an asshole. And then another time I was picking up a friend from the airport and I went and threw his luggage in the back, but it was like in the mid dead of winter. So like that soft top plastic, like oh, yeah. hard. <laughs> and I went to go ahead and close the, um, the, the back of my thing right, and, and right. hit the, um, his luggage and fucking spider web split open. Uh, and it's just like, 
Just get out the duct tape. I wish I had duct tape, <laughs> but I didn't even have that. You didn't, so, so I was I always drove around with a crate, and it had like a quarter oil, brake fluid, antifreeze. I never duct had that. Tape. I should have had that. I had a um, as as many always did. I had an ammo box. Yeah, with all my like go like go to mechanical stuff. Right, I, right. I had duct tape in that, but I just. For whatever reason, I didn't have it at the time, right. and it fucking sucks. We just had to like drive the hour and a half from the Pittsburgh airport. Oh fuck that! In the dead of winter on the highway, going seventy miles an hour, yeah. and it was just fucking miserable. Also, anytime like the Jeep went over um, eighty miles an hour, everything would shake. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, because the tires were so big. Yeah, it could not sustain speeds over eighty-two miles an hour. <laughs> it was going to break. They um. In South Carolina, so we we would, I mean, we work on this thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great because I learned a lot about engines, uh, you know, engines, the car, transmission, brakes, t- like I, everything, you know? Like I worked on every part of that truck and Same I loved here. it. Yeah. And, um, but the one thing was learn that gas um, fuel fil- inline fuel filters are the worst idea in the world. Oh, yeah. Especially in South Carolina when it's like 110 degrees, like feels like 110 degrees outside. I could only drive probably like 20 to 30 minutes down the road at a time because the heat would vaporize, like not vaporize, but it would uh, lose suction and I'd have to wait for everything to cool down for the uh, gas to start flowing again for it to get a a flow. And so I would drive 30 minutes down the road have to pull over because run out of gas. So yep. I sit on the side of the road for 30 minutes and then start back up and drive 30 minutes. So I, like anywhere I went, I was like, I can only go 30 minutes. Awful. That that lasted, that fuel filter lasted probably a week before I finally figured out like that's what it was. Mm. Uh, and then right back to the plastic ones. Yeah. Because the I- gas ones were nice and they were supposed to last longer, but you know. There's no, there's Not no way in the South Carolina no, heat. God no, yeah, you're sitting on the side of the road. But again, this is all before fucking iPhones and bullshit. So you're just sitting on the side of the road. I didn't have a radio in that truck. Just waiting. Just sat there. No doors. No top. Just sitting on the side of the road. Cooking. So hopefully you found a fucking tree to park under. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the one thing I did love about the Jeep, I, I called him Old Old Blue. Old Blue. Old That's Blue. a good name. Yeah. I didn't have a name for my truck. No? I know no. I was supposed to name it a girl's name, but I just, Old Blue stuck because of the bright blue. royal yeah. blue, and I, I couldn't, and like, yeah, it, it, it just fit so well. And then you had Old School out. Right around the right, same yeah, time, yeah. too. So you so. Just, that's my boy, Blue? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there you go. Um, it, yeah, it works. I always met, yeah, you always messed around and customized. I, I always, like, I changed out the shock absorbers, the radiator. Yeah, yeah. I ended up uh, jerry-rigging the <sighs> gas tank. Because I think, like, I'm just going on, like, the forums and stuff that you would read about mm-hmm. with how to customize your Jeep and everything. Found out that I can get an extra four gallons in my tank <laughs> by take, they have, like, an intake tube or yeah, a, like yeah. a, a, a tube that leads from the top. Yeah. Like, where you enter the thing and it goes down into, into the tank. And essentially, when it hits that tube, the sensor says, okay, it, it's right. it's a full right. tank. So right. you take that out. like cut four inches off of it and you stick it back in. So it, it doesn't, it can get another four gallons in there before the sensor's like, Oh wait, this, they were hit. We hit the tube. Yeah. But uh, like what, what, what's the point of that? Well, 
not having to gas up every it, I, it was only <laughs> four like, extra miles down the road. I mean, yeah, right. The only time it would come in handy, I would assume, it is, was a, it was a is 12, off road. Yeah, that that. But I also like it was only like a twelve gallon tank. Right. So that's that's tiny. That's not a big tank of gas, especially when this is a gas guzzler. Like, right. Going from that twelve to like seventeen gallons, it makes a world of a difference. It really, that's true. it really does. I get, I'll um, give you that. So more dangerous, you might just blow up. But you know, who you know, it, it's it seemed like it worked. It, it's it, worth it, it for the four. Of You're still here, so it worked out exactly perfect. Did you ever um, um, go off road a lot? Or yeah, we always did. We were, I lived in the Pine Barrens, so it was all. I know exactly where that's not. Where that's not? I have no idea where that. Basically, is. all of South Jersey okay. outside of Philadelphia. Yeah, uh, anywhere right. that's okay. like south of Philadelphia in New Jersey, that western part, it's all trees and hill and not hills, but okay, um, rocky muddy terrain it's uh, yeah forest and um i'd go down there a lot and everything we went go camping and everything with my buds pack right. pack up the back and everything like that go driving through the woods top down and everything like that and after like good big rains and everything too yeah i got i got some photos that i um that i can po- we'll post on the instagram yeah we got it you know what for this episode we'll post we'll post our first our, cars yeah our for our cars I got photos of of us hitting big mud puddles and like the the waters like going fifteen yeah. feet over the over the car and everything and it's it's, it's uh, there's no better cool. there's there's nothing cooler I mean you know this great this is great coming from you're saying this from the north because everyone just calls us a bunch of rednecks because we do this shit but there's nothing cooler than being in like a Bronco or Jeep with no top on and hitting a big ass mud hole oh yeah and just you're just fucking sitting there and everyone's just like it's like you see it go up and then all of a sudden it rains down on you and you're like, <laughs> Oh shit. Oh, I had plenty of points too. Cause like it got muddy and deep. So like, I, yeah, I had a straight six, uh, engine. So I had the block and yeah. That so you fit, had inline six. I had the inline six and that had, it didn't have the speed, but it had the power. Right. And yeah. so when I get stuck in spots, I was able to get that thing in the low and, yeah. and be able to just kind of, yes, paddle my way out of those big deep pits because there's part there's plenty of times where like my like i'm sitting in water Mm -hmm. and just still driving through it all like like, this is the jeep like my rhino lining ended up like one day i was just like seems a little like bouncy let me open this the bottom of it up oh there's just a two-foot hole yeah i just just see the road there is is no metal floor yeah i just rust it out it's just rhino liner um, so whenever we would go mudding or anything like that, shit would get in oh, yeah. Yeah. all the time. And so, yeah, when we'd hit big puddles and stuff like that, or if I'm getting to the yeah. part where I'm stuck, I'm maneuvering and everything like that. Yeah, you're just fucking Yeah, I'm like up. knee deep in water trying yeah. to trying to work the work the engine I mean, and everything that's the whole like point that. of it. Well, see, that's what I loved about uh, the Bronco was it's – so my brother had the Mustang. It was a 289, and my engine was a 302, which is essentially the same engine. His was just three-speed, mine's an automatic. Mm-hmm. So it, it's fucking powerful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I would get stuck and I would just dig my own trench to just get out. Well, like was, no one could pull me out. I would just dig a trench and get out. Well, that was my question here is like, what's one of the cardinal rules whenever you're going mudding? What's a cardinal rule? One, like, one of like the must have things. A chain? Chain and winch. Like you, yeah. you had to have a winch. Well, right? I didn't have a winch. I just had a chain. You I had to come it. along. Yeah, well, there you well, go. Well, I finally got to come along after a, a <laughs> bit of a. I will get into that later. But uh, what I was going to get at was it was just cool as fuck because that Bronco, like the only electronics it had on it were the starter. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, you had your starter and then all like your wires to your, um, 
your um uh fuck what's they called uh I don't know <sighs> whatever <clears throat> and then you had your like cluster on the on the dash so you whatever that came on but that was it and your tail lights and whatever and to turn on my tail lights was just like a pool thing you know what I mean oh but really yeah, yeah okay so that was it so when uh, we would go mud and then we'd go to a like a car wash and I just fucking hose like fuck her out yeah i mean i did the same thing too i mean yeah. it was yeah there's more electronics but i mean the car i didn't off. give a shit i mean i don't have a radio <laughs> i don't have heat i don't have anything you just fucking hose it out you get in it soaking wet you're already fucking muddy we did hose ourselves down and then yeah. we get in and just drive home did you ever get into like a bad bad stuck uh in that never like in like a bad bad like the only one um all right so in that Bronco, I drove from Columbia to Charleston because I always wanted to drive it to Charleston. So I talked about this shit all the time whenever I came down to Charleston and visited my dad and everything. So all my friends down here were like, we got to fucking see this thing. So I drove it from Columbia to Charleston, which in a modern car these days is an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Two and a half to three hours it took me. Wow. You say, oh, your Jeep can only get up to anything over 80 miles an hour and fucking sound like it's falling apart. Uh, the Bronco only went, it, the highest top speed downhill was 55. Wow. So I'm doing like the bare minimum you're allowed to do on the interstate <laughs> in the winter. And I'm driving, and it took me, I had to stop five times for gas. I think it was five times. It might have been more. Um, I didn't have a radio. And I had a Nextel phone and you could like, this was right when you can like put ringtones on your phone. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was cool. I put the Jason like Friday the 13th, like the, that, that yeah. theme song on it. Yeah. So it was like a little bit of a remix of it. Yeah. Someone called me as soon as I got on the road. I think my sister called me from Charleston. So I talked to her and I was like, yeah, I'm on the road. Be there in a couple hours. Or like, I thought like an hour and a half, two hours. Way longer, <laughs> but all you can hear is a wah, 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 of the fucking mud tires on the fucking road. So all I hear is that, and all I can think of is that ringtone. So that ringtone stuck in my head. So for about two and a half hours, I drove like that, hearing the wah, 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 and that ringtone in my head. Stopped for gas one time, looked at my phone. I had seven missed calls. I thought it was all in my head. <laughs> People were actually calling me. I didn't even fucking know it. And then people were like passing me. Instead of being like pissed off, they're like, oh my God, cool fucking truck. That's awesome. You know? So get down to Charleston, um, link up with my buddies. And um, actually, where they built some new apartments off of Bowman Road and that cut through before you get to like the Walmart that, in that area. Yep. So they were building all that. So we went mudding in there after a rain. Mm-hmm. And we went down and I was behind. Um, a big excursion and a big F-150 and they went in and they climbed out the other side and they went. So I went in and I just got stuck. And oh, I was like, no. fuck. So I'm like spinning my wheels. I'm like, what the fuck? You know? So I get out and, uh, I get out and I look and my front bumper and my back bumper are just resting on this like Creek. Like I am just You're big on- enough and my tires were not even touching, touching. the ground. Oh, yeah. No. I couldn't. So I had to like, Dig a thing out, get a winch in there, and fucking get yanked out. But that was probably one of the funnier. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to pause right here. I have to piss so badly. All right. Another break. So I had a pretty cool, or like the worst um, 
stuck situation I've ever come across. I've gotten stuck a few times. Right. But fortunately, I had a hand winch a lot of the time. Or, yeah, pretty much all the time. I, it was a indestructible hand winch that I was able to get other people out of and I was able to get myself out of in situations. Right. But in the Pine Barrens, they ha- we have a lot of sugar sand. Yeah. So it's really, really fine sand that mm-hmm. um, that really makes it muddy and sl- uh, slippery. And when going through mudding, as anyone always knows, you gotta you gotta be kind of be able to assume which spots are good and not good to go through. Right. When you're going through like a whole terrain area, I was going in or in and around these trees and wanted to get it a little more muddy. What decided to go down this way? Right. We're going, and then the the ledge or whatever were the patch of dirt that we're on completely gives way and my (laughs) wheel goes back into the and so we flop up into the corner and i'm spinning my wheels and everything like this and my like my car is like almost like you're like teeter tottering not even like 45 degrees vertical oh yeah and so like i'm in this spot where like i can't do anything right my wheels aren't going to do anything for me right so we try to get me situate in a certain way of like how to winch it up and or so I'm like pulling myself back and forward. We got one guy in the in the Jeep mm-hmm. revving while we're winching to get to get some leak uh some leverage. Nothing right. nothing worked. On top of this too, like thirty minutes into us trying to figure this fucking thing out, I see all this gas in the mud in the mud. Yeah. So it's like we're tilted so high up <laughs> that my tank is Pouring out of the out of the intake or the out of, out of the hole where you fill it up. Because yeah, because you don't have your flapper valve there because you cut four inches off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All that four gallons of uh, fucking gas just going right out. Exactly. Yep. So I had to call my trusty dad. He mm. ended up getting all the way out there. He had a yeah. What was he driving? Nine ninety nine expedition. Oh, that's right. What? No. So. We, my mom had the 2008 expedition. Right, my right. dad had the 90, I think it was actually the 97 expedition. And for all those car enthusiasts, no, the first expeditions that were released were put on an uh, F-150 bed. Mm-hmm. So they, they don't do that anymore. But this thing had the torque and power of an F-150. Right. But the body and build of like a nice, of an SUV. Right. So he had that and was able to off-road. He had all the off-road capabilities as, as a truck would. He was right. able to get all the way out to where we were was able to figure out the winch um and what the problem was we were going back and forth in the in the direction of back and forth mm-hmm. with the car to pull it back or forward we were nearby a tree he winched us he winched the wheel to the tree and basically just pulled us out sideways right. and pulled us out of the hole right he got there i think the car was out in 5 minutes <laughs> 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 that's the experience. That's what you pay for, that's right? Ex- that's what it is. I mean, I love it, but that's his, yeah. that's his experience of it all too. And just yeah. like, it was uh, three seventeen-year-olds trying to fucking figure out oh, how yeah. to get a car out of a There's, out of out of yeah. quicksand, essentially. Y'all were the monkeys fucking a football, and fucking quarterback rolled up and was like, "This is how you do it." Ex- yeah, exactly. And yeah, he rolls in five minutes later. He, right, it's right. out. So ex- I love it. Yeah. One awesome thing too about being in the north with the Jeep. Is that we get snow? Oh yeah, there you go. So I'm able to go ahead and go off roading with some powder and everything, <laughs> right? And experience all that. When we have a major snowstorm, roads are all shut down. Nobody's driving on the streets. Guess who is? There you go. This, this guy. guy. Right here. I got. You have snow chains. No, but I didn't really need them, right? Because uh, it wasn't like it never really got too icy, and I never did it like a lot anyway. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. Yeah, it. I never really needed them too much, but I was able to drive like 
through the blizzard, right. which actually worked out wonderful because the one time I was going over to my buddy's house to spend the night over there, <laughs> um, I was driving in the middle of the snowstorm. The gate was coming down at the beginning of it. We were yeah. real hard. Yeah. I see a uh, woman car driven off, driven off into the, like a ditch on right. the side of the road. No one was there. So I was actually able to call 911 for her. Oh, uh, there you go. Uh, she was fine. There was nothing wrong with her, but she was, yeah, car was thrown into right. a ditch. Yeah. She, God knows where, how she could have gotten out or what she would have done next. So. Yeah. You didn't try to winter out or anything? I think I considered it, but there was really nothing that I could do. Right. Because it's like... I can't really like hook her up and hook me up and then like wheel out because mm-hmm. it's still snow. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to be slick. Right. Um, especially if I'm trying to tow somebody out, like that's right. where, you, that's where those chains would have come handy. Right. But all in all, it was cool. The next day though, everything was again, all blizzard up and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Buddies and I, we ended up, um, throwing a rope out of the back of the Jeep and getting mm. a sled and so we were going around. The always na- want to do that <laughs> around the neighborhoods. Um, you always see that shit, all the fucking videos now. But I'm like, fuck, man, <laughs> I'm way too old to do that. But I want to fucking do it. Yeah, grab grab onto the rope with a sl- uh, like the saucer sleds, and we're just, we're whipping it like 20 miles an hour down the down the streets and everything. Man, just fucking full sand. Oh, it was <laughs> awesome. That would be baller. It was that was a really cool uh, thing that I was we were able go. to do with the jeep. Um, I um had a uh, similar story-ish to when you got stuck, uh, but my turnout wasn't as pleasant <laughs> or wasn't the good turnout. Uh-huh. Um, so I got stuck in, if, I, if anybody knows where Swansea is, South Carolina. So I got stuck in Swansea. This is in my second car. So it was actually a two-door Tahoe, which they don't make anymore. And that was like the last year that it was a 99 two-door Tahoe. I had a two-door Jeep, tiny. So, yeah, so, I mean, but it was it was pretty big. It had a second seat in the Did back. Did you have a six-foot bed or five-and-a-half? Uh, I had the, um, no, it was a Tahoe. Tahoe didn't I'm thinking. I'm thinking of a, uh, I'm thinking Tacoma because that was my brother's truck. No, I had a Chevy Tahoe. My bad. It was a tailgate Tahoe, which they don't, they only made a few of those. Most of them were barn door. I had the tailgate. Yeah, okay. Um. Anywho, so we got stuck in the woods. Um, and we were trying a bunch of different things, called a buddy. Uh, he came out, tried to pull me out, couldn't do it. So I had this, um, one of those big, like, um, big truck, uh, a big truck. No, the big, the big (laughs) truck, um, jacks. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The ones that are like three feet and they're just, but it's huge. Like, you know, it's a tower, but it's not like. It's not hydraulic. It's all like manual, right? It's yeah, all yeah, like yeah, it no, clicks yeah, yeah. up like, and then, yeah. That's the same way how my winch was. It's all, yeah, big lever. Yeah. So, um, so I jack it, the truck up and we try to put some, um, like boards and shit underneath it, right? Been there. Um, so we do that a couple of times. Uh, the last time I couldn't get it to lock in to, to lower it down. Well, it, so it finally like released and locked in. Well, it dropped like, so it was like, you know what? It wasn't like a foot in the air, but it was like enough it, in the air. And it dropped. Well, when it drops, that handle fucking flies up. So the force of the car going no. down, the handle goes up and fucking hit me in the face. And I fucking go backwards oh, into this no. mud hole and I just splash. So all my friends run over. They're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And I get out. Was your jaw missing? Dude, my, I felt like. I was like bleeding. They didn't know where I was bleeding from. I was fucked up. Your so, face is covered in blood. Yeah. So oh they called. God. They called nine one one because 
we're in the middle of nowhere. We got all our fucking cars are stuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. we don't have anywhere to go. What am I going to do? So, Anwes comes, picks me up. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> so then they take me back from Swansea to Columbia, West Columbia to Lexington Medical Center, which was actually where I was born. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's like 45 minute drive. Like, it's like. It's like driving from like Allendale to Somerville Med. If that makes because all our Anybody? listeners will know that too. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> or it's like, well, some most of our listeners. It's like driving from Allendale to MUSC. Like it's a good or McClellanville to MUSC. It's like a good almost forty five minutes to an hour. Right. Yeah. So long trip. So yeah, finally they, they like assess everything. Like, and my jaw starts hurt. Like at first, like I thought I broke my jaw. Like there was a kid in school we went to who broke his jaw. So well, there it is. Need a new one. <laughs> Uh, so I thought I broke my jaw. Um, <laughs> finally I could start like talking a little bit, but I could feel a huge hole in my tongue and I'm bleeding from my face. And it, what it did was the, um, the handle just like raked my face. Right. So it like went, hit me in the jaw and then I started to go backwards and it raked up and then like missed my eye, hit my eyebrow. So like, I'd be like cut on my, like a rake up my face and like a little cut on my, like a gash on my eyebrow. Yeah. But the big one was I do. I don't know why I do this. I, everyone has these little ticks, but anytime I'm doing something there, it's like, take some shit, wedge your teeth in, but yeah, I put my tongue out, uh, you know, so I bit through from like, there was just a little bit on either side. I was holding my tongue together. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so I bit through my tongue, uh, had to go to the hospital. They had to fucking sew it up. Uh, as I previously stated in another podcast episode, I can't take pills. So they were like, <laughs> what do you, like, only you can, you can only have like Advil for pain. So I was like, cool. Or ibuprofen. So I was like, all right, I'll take that. They're like, do you want a pill or a liquid form? I was like, well, I can't take pills. So I'm going to do a liquid. Yeah. They come back and they're like, we don't have any liquid in this hospital. I'm like, in this whole fucking hospital <laughs> there's no fucking liquid ibuprofen or whatever i need right so they give me this fucking horse pill <laughs> my tongue my tongue is the size of my fist in my mouth like i can't swallow i can barely my fucking tongue is so big and so then i try to take this pill which i have to shove in the back of my throat and try to swallow lo and behold it gets stuck in my throat. No so now shit. I'm like, can't swallow. I'm coughing. Dude, it was a fucking nightmare. And that was Geo's deep dish. That was, yeah. <laughs> I honestly think that was probably the last time I really went mudding after that. Really? That was, yeah. Anymore. But my, but I was saying like, so my dad was in Charleston, but he ended up like, I talked to him on the phone uh, and he was like, well, you know, he's like, all right, I'm next time you come down, I'm getting you a come along. And that's why I have a come along. But yeah, I never used it because I really, I was like, fuck this. I'm never really like getting stuck. You and, didn't need it until then. Yeah. Plus like my buddy drove my truck back an hour. Dude, yeah. It was four, a truck unstuck after you so hit you tough, in the face. Yeah. So did we had to get like it? a tow truck out there that, uh, oh, to take out. It, they, yeah. It was a whole thing. Back. Right. Oh, so like, so all of that. Right. So my parents were like, all right, you got to pay for all that shit. <laughs> right. But he drove it back in four-wheel drive an hour and a half on the interstate oh my god so like you know i had to like rep- fucking fix all this shit and all this cost all this money so that's when i first realized it was like it's cool when you're a kid because then you're like well, i don't really have any responsibility for this shit and then when you start having to pay for shit you're like all right cool i'm not really gonna do that anymore because it costs me money <laughs> yeah um 
shout out to another listener that we have. Um, he was tell he told me way back. He he got a big lifted truck. Um, I would say probably like a year or so ago now. But when he first got it, dealer gave it to him. He just drove off the lot with it. Didn't think anything of it. And he was like, "Man, this this uh, pickup truck really does this gas guzzler." He couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, Turns out he was driving in four-wheel drive for six months. Holy <laughs> shit. What the fuck? Are you serious? Oh, yeah. He was like, I need to figure this thing out. Did he fuck up? He like... went to the mechanic and everything, and it was like, what's going oh on my with my God. truck? I can't, I, I'm getting like seven gallons or seven miles to the gallon right now. I, please help me. <laughs> it took him six. And then like the guy was like, is it in four-wheel drive? And then they all checked, and it was like, yep. <laughs> I, so. I I don't know where I was. Shout out to that listener. We love you. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but God damn it, learn your car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That was very funny to hear once he actually like realized it and they figured it out. Um, I don't know where I was, but I was doing – it was the same kind of story, and someone out there were like, something's not fucking right, something's not right. And I was like, I, was like, I don't know. I looked, at, looked in the thing, and I'm like, Dude, your fucking four-wheel drive's on. The, the fucking light's right there. It says four-wheel drive. I had to, yeah, I had to with the Wrangler. I had to. Um, you have the lock, locking nug, uh, um, what you call it? Like locking the, wheels. No, it didn't have to do the lock wheel where you like pull the thing, turn it, and lock it again. No. I had. Oh, you don't know. You had to get out and lock your hubs. No, no, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. It's like a lever, and like you, you lock it, and then pull it back, and then turn it back in. I didn't have that. Oh. I had a, I had two, I had two shifts or shifters in my, in the Jeep. One right. to engage four wheel drive. And then once I was in four wheel drive, I'd use this, this, the stick in the middle to go yeah. into like high, mid, high, low, everything. Cause it was still an automatic. So I, I yeah. wasn't going through yeah. the manual gears, but I had one lever or one gear switch or Mm-hmm. Whatever to go engage yeah. from two to four. So I had that on the floor, but you had to get out and manually lock your Actually hubs, move the wheels, yeah, to ma- engage into that. Yeah, so you had to lock your hubs and then uh, put it in four wheel drive. Right. Yeah. Um, going back to the winter stuff. Um, the very first time I managed to get Matt down to Charleston, South Carolina, I drove that- from. From, old blue in old blue from West Virginia University to Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So we had my wife and I. We did every semester. One of us would go up and one of us would go down. So we right. at least see each other two times a year. Two times a year outside of like the holidays when we're home. And I decided it's February. Why don't I take the jeep down to the warm weather in Charleston? Because mm-hmm. February it can get it can get somewhat warm. What, what the four? What no. It was for Valentine's Day. <laughs> but mean, it's, it's probably it's warmer than up there, but it's warmer, not Yeah, it's warmer than tens, twenties snow. I right. get down here and it's like 30, 40, nicer weather. I'm not gonna I can't afford a flight, so I'll just I'll just do the drive. Nine right. nine hours directly south, which Ugh. for all those uh, everyone who loves geography, West Virginia University in Morgantown is directly <laughs> south uh, north of Charleston, so it's just a straight ride down. Um Oh that down ninety five? No, 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 no. Twenty six? No, 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 no. Twenty six at the very end, but you take seventy uh I seventy nine, which takes you up to Pittsburgh, and then you go from seventy nine, I think it's seventy seven. Yeah, seventy seven. It's either twenty six, seventy seven, or ninety five. Like you, you only go, have three options. For me, it's seventy nine to seventy seven. Right. To set to twenty six. Okay. That uh, was like drive, a, that drive was the nine ride. hour down. Seventy seven most gorgeous 
um, road, I think, in the entire country going through the heart of West Virginia, around and through the mountains. Oh, okay. I was going to say, not in South Carolina. No, not in South Carolina. As born as a ride. Um, but going through West Virginia countryside, on through mm-hmm. the mountains and everything, I was doing it in, while it was completely snow. So I was just, it was like just feats and feats of right, snow right. on these mountainsides, just seeing it. It was like completely white, like gorgeous. Ended up getting my car um, swerving. I, I, I hit like a nice patch Fish or tail. something. And I was, I was like, up oh, here we go, maneuver, 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 maneuver. Yeah. And I 180 slide into the ditch oh. in the middle of the road, backwards. <laughs> I'm like, there's no one else on this highway. I'm gonna fucking die here. This is awful. <laughs> no cell service because I'm in yeah. the mountains. I'm yeah. like, holy fucking shit, holy fucking shit. I'm trying to reverse forward, reverse yeah. forward. Yeah. Got lucky. Pickup trucks going down, passes me, stops. Turns around going like against the way of traffic. Yeah, there wasn't a lot, no of, there wasn't a lot yeah. of cars. Yeah. Goes back in, throws his hook on to me real quick. He's yeah. like, go ahead and start putting in the drive. <laughs> Whips me right out, back on the road. There you go. Tomato right there. I loved it. It that's was like, Tomato right there. He pour, whips his hook out. <laughs> I was it was I mean it was incredible. Wait, it was awesome. That's but pretty cool. We go down though. We continue down or I, because it's just me. I continue <laughs> See, down. Um, you and the person you're just like talking to next. To <laughs> well, I had a CB radio, so I was listening to the truck driver conversations the whole way down. That was the other thing. Oh, I had yeah. I had the CB hookup. Oh, I had the CB and the like the six foot antenna in the oh, back yeah. and everything. I could I could clear town and everything with my with that. Bad I didn't boy. have the big antenna. I thought I was always dorky as fuck. I loved it. My buddy's got one. Like, he had like a Toyota or a Saturn S, S or a sedan or something. Some, Do you have the um, tennis ball on it. I did not know. Oh. Um. But he had like a, a sedan, it's like a, a rinky dink sedan. He right. had a, he had the CB radio because we would talk onto it and everything too. Like all of our friends, we all got CBs, which was really cool to have actually. But anyhow, yeah. going down to Charleston for the first time, I make it down to into North Carolina, and it's February, and a rare ice storm comes and hits the hits the area. I don't know what what year was this? It was. 2012. 2012. I think it was 2012. Okay. Because that would have been been right around the set. It was a complete ice storm that blew and hit North Carolina and a little South Carolina. Yeah. Truck hit ice, went sideways on the highway, shut the entire highway down. (laughs) I was supposed to get down to, I was supposed to be nine hours. I sat on the highway freeway with the heat blasting in three winter coats and didn't move for four hours. Oh shit. All I had for communication, I was just talking to the CV <laughs> on the CV to all the truck drivers. And that's how I was getting the news of like, Oh yeah. Truck went, truck turned backwards oh, on it. Bastard. I was <laughs> the amount, by cussing him, not cussing him, but just all the talking with all the truck drivers around. Cause they had nothing else to do. It was, it was just that. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. So There's all, that, yeah, you're not texting. Um, well, I guess you were back that, at that time. Texting, yeah, but like, it's not like I could just pull up YouTube mm-hmm, on my phone or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I, my entertainment and keeping me enter, like awake right. was just listening and talking to these <laughs> truck drivers and everything. I had a call sign. Well, I was about, I, that's, I, I literally, had, as we were sitting here, I, I thought about it. was like, what's your fucking handle? I have to find it. Cause what? I, you don't remember it? That's it, something you fucking stick with you forever. It might have been old blue, honestly. Ah, I, 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 I knew it. It was gonna be something boring. It, I I have to go back and find out like what what was my call sign, right? But um, because yeah, I was like, this is, this is Rubber Ducky. 
Yeah. What's 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 the scoop down the road? <laughs> I knew all I knew all the codes, the the ten fours and everything. I knew all of them. It, it, your ten codes, yeah. Yeah, and um, that was very entertaining <laughs> to be able to be a part of and just listen. And and but it took four hours, so like yeah. I was supposed to get down there that night. It's, it's one in the morning, and I'm like, can you just call a hotel? <laughs> I still have four hours to drive. Oh Jesus! So I get to the hotel at like two in the morning. Yeah. Nap for three hours, get back on the road, so I'm there by breakfast. Oh, okay. Um, Where'd you hotel? I don't fucking know. Uh, a hot, like a next exit high uh, hotel, hotel, hotel on Holiday Six. Or yeah, Holiday Holiday I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, man. God, that sucked. But it was awesome. I mean, that was the first. That's time. a fucking story. That's a crazy like adventure in itself. Because uh, I had never driven that road either. It was a first time going right. all the way down seventy seven right. to get down to Charleston to see Charleston right. for the very first time. And I was, I actually think it was a surprise for my wife too because it was her semi formal. Wow. So I was there for her as a like guest and everything like that too. Well, good. I guess good thing that you know you I didn't had surprise that her that night because then she would her boyfriend or Charleston boyfriend would have been out there. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Jody would have been there. With her. <laughs> oh um, man. Yeah, um, that's a memorable, memorable trip I, I had for sure. Yeah. So this, so this is something I do, but how many, how often do you look up that same style Jeep? Um, how often do you I look at it? I bought it for, I think four or my, it was my birthday gift, but it was four grand. I think, and I think it still goes right around that same price area, and they're they're around every now. And I was then. Just saying, do you do you look it up to like to see like oh like I might buy one to like have as my I would fun fun project. I would love to one day, but now like in just the circumstances of my life right now, it's mm-hmm. not likely to happen. I'd rather buy a boat. Yeah, but still like a. A, a dream to have that car again. Yeah, if I yeah if I end up like if I end up, land, Jeep, I end up yeah. landing like fucking. 20 acres of land and I can just take take the Jeep out. Well, you don't need 20 acres. You got the fucking natural forest I in your under, backyard. I understand that too, but like I, I, runs that I, thing. I mean, also it would be nice be to a, have a Jeep for Cause I think it'd be a tits Jeep to go to the fucking beach in. Well, yeah, that too, which goes to my next point. My wife, I think wants to have a Jeep regular yeah. tops off, but like she won't let me touch that ever to go off roading and just destroy that. No, I, again, that goes back to when you have to pay for it, you kind of, I'm just saying like, so I look at, and this is a shitty thing is, uh, she who must not be named loves Broncos as mm-hmm. well. So I told her about my first Bronco. She was like, Oh my God, we got to fucking find one. So, uh, I think we bought my Bronco for like $4,000 back then. They're like forty thousand dollars now. Yeah. No, like the year one without one that runs with a little bit of rust with uh like one that just runs mm-hmm. is like fifteen thousand dollars. And it's like <sighs> rusted out with no top, fucking no transmit or whatever. How did you know? buy it the the first time? eBay. eBay. Okay. eBay. Yeah, also eBay, we bought it. Uh me and my stepbrother and my stepdad, my stepdad's fucking been on it, and we fucking went over the limit that he was allowed to spend, <laughs> and he bought it, and we were all like, yeah, he's like, shut the fuck up, shh. My mom was like, what's that? And he was like, oh, we just, you know, fucking found something we liked, and uh, he was like, give me, like, a week to figure out how I have to explain <laughs> this. 
But, you know, like, we were supposed to buy for, like, three. We bought it for, like, five or whatever, right? That's and awesome. it was in North Carolina. Drove up. Did the whole thing. Drove it back. It was cool as fuck. But what I'm getting at is I still look today, like, every day. Like, uh, like it's on a search. I you always never look. know. Yeah. You never know when you'll yeah. find it. I had an opportunity to buy one years ago. My brother didn't really enjoy the guy that was, like, helping me out. So, and he only had the number. So he just like ignores phone calls. Oh, God. saw him like a month later. He was like, "Dude, I had a fucking Bronco for you. The dude wanted to pay you cash for your truck, and he was going to give you the Bronco as well." And I, I was like, "What, did, dude? What? I fucking I cussed my brother out." So same pissed. one from Atlanta. Yeah, same brother. God damn. I only have one brother, so yeah, same brother. <laughs> I like how you had yeah. to think about it for a second too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, so I I still look, and one day I'm gonna get one. But again, I probably will have to do what my stepdad had to do is buy one and then just be like, uh, like fudge the numbers and then try to explain yeah. how I just bought this Bronco. Mm-hmm. But it'd be a great Charleston. I would I would fix it up, do all the same shit probably would never take it off road and would only go to the beach. Yeah, that's a that's a thing. I mean, we can go up to OBX with it. Go beach, go on the beach there. Uh, I would probably trailer it at that point. Trailer it. Yeah, I would not drive it to OBX cuz that's what like 5 hours. Something from like here. That. But yeah, it's probably only like 11 miles OB- to the gallon too. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and you only do yeah, you only do them 55. Yeah. So it's like it's about five hours, I think. Okay. And then it would tr- it would take us seven. Hours. Yeah, it would tr- well, it would also uh, run out of gas in thirty minutes. It's a whole thing. Well, I learned all those, so those you know we won't do all those uh, same mistakes. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think that was um, I think that's good. Yeah, I think that wraps up this episode. Um, love Germany. Uh, I think I'll probably go back and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Um. We uh, surely kind of may- maybe didn't really miss Gio, so. No, I mean, we might this just move a- forward without him. I mean, it's <laughs> not like a- he's this- the only one that knows how to work the uh, mixing board or anything. Yeah, we didn't really shit. <laughs> yeah, now I know. He called me. <laughs> fucked. He fucked up and told me how to fucking use his thing. Perfect. Uh, there's also YouTube. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, we didn't really shit on him that much, so that's I guess that's good. <laughs> we, well, he got Gio's deep dish in. Uh, yeah. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Um, um, hopefully next week we can have all three in the barrel studio, uh, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll <laughs> sure something will come up. Yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and recap Geo's um, last minute adventures out up to the beaches and everything. Yeah. And uh, yeah, all right. Talk well, hobbies. Yeah, I appreciate everybody out there listening to us. And um, remember, may your lacquer always dry and your buzz never die. See you next week, guys. Thanks. Deuces. Deuces.